Look at the weather. It's beautiful here. Non-stop rain. Oh, man, it is a blazer out there. It's cold and it's shivery. It is cold. Really coming down here. I really enjoy your weather reports. From the All Indiana Podcast Network. We're talking weather in a whole new way. From historical events to what's coming up. Plus, weather news, science, safety, fun facts, and more. I like where this is going. This is Weather Weekly. Weather Weekly with Wish TV Storm Track 8 meteorologist Marcus Bailey. It is episode number 42 of Weather Weekly. I am your host, meteorologist Marcus Bailey from Wish TV in Indianapolis. Good to have you along here uh, as we are putting the wraps on the month of November. And here we go, December. All the holiday lights are out around central Indiana. We're looking forward to it. And as this podcast drops on a Wednesday, it will be December 1st. We don't really have any major weather headlines for you, so we're going to dive right into the main topic, which you know what time it is as we head into the first part of the month. It is a preview of what to expect for the month of December. That's coming up next here on Weather Weekly. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Episode number 42 of Weather Weekly. Thanks for joining us here. And as we typically do at the beginning of each month, we do a preview of what to expect here in central Indiana in terms of weather and some of the historical uh, impacts for the month of December uh, as we start rolling through this last month of 2021. Uh, December is it's an interesting month here. Uh, it's when we start getting into the top three. And this is now we are officially in the winter months, if you are wanting to speak on meteorologically uh, record keeping here, it starts on December 1st and ends at the end of February. And so those are the three snowiest months. This is the second or yeah, the second snowiest month uh, that we typically see here in Indianapolis, we average just over a half a foot of snow, 6.4 inches of snow officially. January is the snowiest month on record when we're just shy of nine inches of snow and then february at six inches of snow march we pick up typically around three inches of snow so the total for what we get uh annually is about 25 and a half and again we talked about this you have to go way back past the uh, in the summer months when we talked with mike ryan tara hastings did that part of the podcast for us um those numbers have changed <clears throat> with the new uh the new averages now, 1991 to 2020. Uh, so uh, a little bit lower in terms of the snowfall numbers. But still, you know, we, we expect to get a decent amount of snowfall each and every year. And it starts with this month, although, and you'll hear this in the forecast, it doesn't sound like we're going to be getting any snow or any accumulating snow here anytime 
uh, soon. Uh, looking ahead, and I always do this, I love looking at the uh, on this date. Um, which you can find on the National Weather Service's webpage, weather.gov slash IND. If you scroll to the bottom of the page, you can go on this date, and it'll show you what happened on that particular date that you're logging on. But if you go down, it has it broken down by month, and so then you can get a long list of what I'm looking at here, <coughs> excuse me, of what happened on any given month. December is interesting, and, and I think it reiterates, you know, kind of what Stephen and I talked about the last couple of podcasts for the month of November with pretty big tornado outbreaks, that while December typically brings cold and snow, and you're going to hear a lot of that in terms of um, when I go through these records, but there is also maybe a, a few... Um, uh, severe weather events that have happened in the month of December. And I, I know I mentioned this a lot, but there is, again, never been a uh, month where we didn't have a recorded tornado. There's been a tornado recorded um, each and every month here in Indianapolis since records were began, not in Indianapolis, rather, but in Indiana, there's been a uh, there has been a uh, tornado recorded. So uh, let's kind of dive into it here. Um, as we kind of roll through the months. So we'll start with uh, recently, not too long ago, on the 1st, 2006, a strong area of low pressure uh, brought wind gusts of over 50 miles per hour across the state, and it did bring power lines down in some locations. Uh, on the 2nd, 1886, Indianapolis, the record low temperature for the data set at three below. Uh, on the 3rd, 1873 in Indianapolis, the record precipitation amount for the day is set at 3.46 inches. That's a lot of precip. Obviously, that came in the form of rain. Couldn't imagine if it would, if it would have been snow. That would have been one for the record books if you're taking the, the 10 to 1 ratio there. Um, so 3.46 inches in 1873. Um, in 2010, on the 4th, a winter storm brought up to seven inches of snow to portions of western and southern Indiana. And on the 5th in 2013, a winter storm on the 5th into the 6th brought up to a foot of snow in southern parts of central Indiana, along with some ice. Uh, let's see. On the 6th, 1998, several sites set record temperatures for the date. Late in the evening, a line of severe thunderstorms just ahead of a strong cold front moves across central Indiana, downing trees and power lines across several counties. So there's your severe weather event. On the 7th in 1979, strong winds collapsed part of a warehouse under construction near Indianapolis. And on the 7th as well in 2004, an EF, well, it was an F0, not an EF0, but an F0 tornado touched down near Sandusky. That's in Decatur County, so not far from Greensburg. So there's another severe weather event for you. On the 8th in 1995, snowfall of 2 to 4 inches causes numerous car accidents. Arctic air arrives after the snow, and it does bring sub-zero temperatures. In 2005, a winter storm brought uh, four to eight inches of snow. This is on the 8th to central Indiana. The storm's poor timing causes major traffic issues in the Indianapolis area, causing some to abandon their cars after running out of fuel. So I have a story about that. So in 2005... Um, I was a recent graduate from Ball State, and I had just moved down to Fishers, and I was living just off 116th Street, um, had moved there after graduation, so I'd only been there for maybe a few months. I was very familiar with, with that side of town, though. Um, 
my job at the time, I was a part-timer um, before I got back into TV, and I think I briefly talked about this. Um, I was working at the Intercom group of stations. So back then, it was uh, WZPL, which still exists, 99.5. Um, the station I did the majority of my work for was the AM station. At that point, was a news talk station. I believe it's a sports talk station now. It's WXNT. I believe it's 1430 on the AM dial. And then 1079 was also um, a part of that. At that time, it was known as the track, uh, 107.9. So those were the three stations that were there. And basically what I did was I did a little bit of news and um, I mainly filled in on news, but I was more of a board operator for the evening shows. A lot of those were nationally syndicated. So my job was just kind of run the board, run the commercial spots, um, that kind of stuff. So um, that day, and I should preface this, and if you're from Indianapolis, you know, um, well, maybe you don't. So the Intercon group of stations is just south of 96th Street and Meridian. So it's on the north side. Fisher's on the northeast side. So it's not a really far drive. You know, I'd hop on 69, hit 465, take the Meridian Street exit, and then I'm basically right there. So maybe 15 minutes tops, right, if traffic is fine. And I came down in the afternoon, so the volume would be a little bit high. And that was before they kind of renovated I-69 a little bit in 2005. So it would it would clog up. And it still does, you know, this just there's a lot of people that live out of Hamilton County. So that's just a busy end of town. Anyway, um, knowing that the snow was going to be coming. My, uh, my uh, program director, his name is Andrew Lee. He's no longer at that station. He, I believe he's up in Minnesota, Minneapolis now. Um, I called him and I said, hey, look, this looks like it's going to be pretty decent here. Um, and we had Paul Potit, who's a good friend of mine, doing weather because he was at Channel 6 at the time. Um, but I, I said, hey, you know, I might try to come down early. If you need some help, I'd be happy to help out, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, the earlier you can get here, the better. And I, if I, I, I can't remember exactly, but I want to say I, I usually came in around 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So I left about maybe 1230, 1230 or 1 o'clock. I, like, I remember eating a, a, a quick lunch. It had kind of just started snowing. So I'm like, all right. So um, I uh, make the trek and I'm thinking, OK, maybe it'll take me a half hour, double the time. But, you know, I gave myself some extra time. So I'm driving down I-69 and I think I make it all the way to maybe 96th Street. So I'm getting off on 116th Street. It's not even that many miles south and it is just bumper to bumper. I'm not moving. And it really was almost bumper to bumper the minute I got on to 116th Street. Roads weren't great um, because it was already the picking. The snow was starting to pick up some steam. So I dump off of 96th Street, which I don't know if that was a mistake or not. It seemed to me that there was just no movement. And I think if I remember correctly, um, there was no movement even on 465. So it would have been pretty treacherous even trying to get through there and there were numerous accidents so i ended up dumping off on 96th street and trying to take some back ways to get on 96 all the way to meridian which is only a two-lane road for a lot of that once you get kind of west to keystone and at least at that time and then try to dump down on meridian and that was 
kind of tough going, but I finally did make it through. I don't think I actually made it to work until around th- about three o'clock, which was when I was scheduled to get there. And I was telling my, my program director, I was calling Andrew. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it there early. They were planning on having me do some live reports uh, via the phone, and I ended up doing that, so it ended up working out. I was like, hey, I'm in my car. Here's where we're at. They can't get plows on the road to clear this up. Um, I'd have to double check while I'm kind of looking. Let's just add a curiosity. Part of me feels that that was... Uh, it might have been a... Um, Friday, and so that may have made it worse because of obviously people were bailing out of work early, and um, trying to see if I can December of 2005. So, December of 2005, and I have to go back to the date here. I think I said the 8th, right? Yeah, it was the 8th, so that was actually a Thursday. All right. But the thing was, was people were bailing out, I think, of work early because this was a well forecasted uh, system. And it's just the timing was awful. So um, that ended again, four to eight inches of snow. A lot of that came during what would have been the heart of the evening rush or at least the mid afternoon to the early evening rush. Um, but that's how I distinctly remember that. Now, I remember leaving that night and there was nobody on the road. It was fine. There was a lot of school closures the next day. Um, but that was like kind of my distinct memory about that. And, and, and really, that was kind of like a good lesson to learn before I actually dove into my meteorology career. Because four to, four to eight inches is a decent amount of snow. But we've certainly had our bouts with that. And it made me realize that four to eight, four to eight inches of snow on a Saturday night is a whole lot different than 48 inches of snow when everybody's at work and school in the middle of the afternoon and the chaos that that brought um because like i said um it it created major traffic issues and so the main story ended up being that even though this wasn't like a blizzard or anything like that because there were so many people on the road they couldn't get plows out to clear the roads People were just basically stuck. There was accident after accident after accident that you ended up having people abandon their cars because they ran out of fuel because they were just sitting idle for so long. So that's I mean, so that's my story. I thought it was I think it's interesting. It It's something that resonates in my mind is, uh, you know, kind of one of the first weather events that I ever really kind of covered um, for. Um, for that, um, you know, we were getting updates from Paul. Um, so he was doing more of the weather side of things. I was kind of more staying on the news side of things and how it was impacting traffic and all that other stuff. So it was kind of my first taste of big city, um, you know, winter weather. And it was a good learning experience as I kind of dove into uh, my first TV job, which happened, um, uh, the following year. All right, so moving on. Um, uh, December 9th, 2009, another one, a strong low-pressure system brought winds of over 50 miles per hour to Indiana. And, you know, you get those a lot because, again, November and December, you're still in that transitional period. And and, and you'll hear this in the forecast uh, here coming up for this week. You know, we're going to be fairly mild. Uh, December can bring some warmth. Um, So you're not consistently cold for the entire month just because it's December. Um, And so when you ever kind of go back and forth with those temperatures, 
temperatures, you're going to get these real wound up areas of low pressure. And sometimes the story with those isn't the rain or the snow that it brings, but the winds. Uh, typically what you get with, uh, you know, some some transitional systems here. Uh, 1971, on the 10th, numerous severe thunderstorms move across central Indiana, damaging homes and businesses. Three airplanes are blown over at the Monroe County Airport, just outside of Bloomington. On the 11th, 1967, tornadoes in Davies and Knox County, that's southwestern Indiana, destroy a house trailer and damage several farm buildings. Uh, on the 12th, 1977, in Indianapolis, the record snow depth for the date is eight inches of snow. Uh, in 2000, on the 13th, an ice storm strikes south-central Indiana up to uh, half an inch of ice falls on top of snow, and the ice downs power lines. What's interesting about uh, that, I'm trying to remember... That one didn't really impact. See, now I would have been up in Muncie at that point. So that one, again, was more southern portions of the state. Um, but I do believe that we ended up getting uh, some snow out of that system, if I remember correctly. Uh, 2000, I remember being my senior year, there were several days that we had to miss school. And I went to a very rural, uh, out in the middle of nowhere county school in Delaware County. So it didn't take much for us to cancel classes. But uh, if I remember correctly, we kind of had several waves that year, um, right around the holiday break, where we had several days off of school, and that may have been one of those those issues there. Uh, let's see. 1899, on the 14th in Indianapolis, the record snowfall for the date is set at 6.9 inches. And on the 15th in 1987, high winds gusts up to 70 miles per hour in north and central portions of the state. Uh, on the 16th, 1996, snowfall of two to six inches were pretty much widespread. In 1981, on the 17th, eight inches of snow fell in Monroe and Brown counties, with four to seven inches uh, elsewhere across central Indiana. Let's see, 1995, on the 18th, freezing rain falls across parts of the area, causing over 65,000 homes to be without power at one point due to down power lines. That was on the 18th of 1995. I'm not sure if I'm real familiar with that off the top of my head. Uh, 1973, heavy snowfalls over the entire state on the 19th and 20th with over one foot over much of northern Indiana. 17 inches falls. 17 inches falls in Lafayette. On the 20th, 1995, heavy snow of 6 to 10 inches uh, on the 19th and 20th fall across central and northeast Indiana, assuring a white Christmas. In 1988, strong winds of 50 to 70 miles per hour at Indianapolis topple a 20-foot high masonry wall under construction. 1989, on the 22nd, Indianapolis records its coldest temperature ever recorded in December. That was at minus 23 degrees. Uh, and not that long ago, 2013, on the 22nd as well, heavy rain fell on the 20th, 20th and the 21st, causing flooding. Flash flooding continued into the 22nd when multiple water rescues were performed during the early morning hours. That's always a dangerous time, too, because if you do get cold enough, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, 2013, if you got cold enough where you've got some things freezing, and you probably didn't because you're just kind of in the beginning of the year, but it is a, a good case in point that 
when you get some heavy rain during the cold season, you'll get what, what's called ice damming. Now, it probably wasn't occurring in a lot of those spots, but um, where you can have you know ice that's built up in these rivers, and so it just blocks the river flow, and water has nowhere to go but outside the banks. So. I'm sure that didn't happen there because it was fairly early in the season. But it's something to note kind of as we go through the winter months. The flooding uh, can definitely be an issue. Uh, 2015, on the 23rd, in Noblesville, an EF1 tornado caused $50,000 in damage. Uh, I believe, if I remember correctly, I think I remember being there for that. Um, If I remember correctly, there was also a tornado that year, or it could have been the following year, um, of... Uh, no, it would have been it would have been that year because that, that 2015 was my first year at Wish TV, and I remember just a few days before Christmas we were covering a severe weather event. Uh, Greenwood also had a tornado um, uh, right along uh, State Road 135 and Main Street. There was some damage to some uh, businesses uh, there. So on that same day, um, let's see. 1983, on Christmas Eve, bitter cold temperatures across central Indiana during the last half of the month, setting several temperature records, including a record low for December 24th at Indianapolis of minus 17. We'll get to a few Christmas Day records here. In 1983 at Indianapolis, the coldest temperature on record for Christmas Day recorded at minus 15. That was cold. So same year there. And on 2002, a winter storm brought six to nine inches of Christmas uh, of snow on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day. Trying to remember that one. I think I recall that, actually. So 2002, I would have been in college still at Ball State. And I remember distinctly. So a little family history here for you. My mom lives up in Muncie. That's where I grew up. I had a lot of family on my dad's side that lives in Rush County, Southern Rush County specifically. So we'd always drive right up State Road 3, about an hour drive back up to Muncie. And what we traditionally do is we had our Christmas Eve with our with the Bailey side of the family. And then we'd make the trek up and go to Midnight Mass with my mom um, in Muncie. Um, that was one of the, one of the worst uh storms to go through and on top of that i don't have a cell phone so it was just myself and my sister who was at that time either a junior or senior in high school um and we're just driving back together trying to get back and making it to mass well my mom we finally got a hold of we went to we stopped at a payphone. i was like i don't think we're gonna make it in time for mass an hour drive ended up turning into be about two and a half hours and uh that was slow going. I think they ended up canceling mass that night. The weather was awful. Um, and yeah, so we ended up with around six to nine inches of fresh snow by the time we woke up on Christmas Day. Uh, while we're on Christmas Day, I might as well go ahead and just bring this up here. Some of the Christmas Day statistics, again, coming from um, the National Weather Service. The average high on Christmas Day is around 36 degrees. The average low is 22. Now, this isn't the 30-year average. This is actually the average with all of the records, so 1871 to 2020. Um, Average precipitation, about a tenth of an inch. Average snowfall is around uh, three-tenths of an inch. Uh, The average snow depth is about an inch of snow. So... um, 
Again, that takes you back to 1898 to 2020. Uh, Warmest temperature we ever had on Christmas Day, 64. That was back in 1893. The most recent mild Christmas Day that we had was not that long ago, just two years ago. uh, 2019, we had a high of 62 um, uh, that year on Christmas Day. Wettest is 2005. We had about an inch and a third of rainfall. Most snow, 1909, just shy of a half a foot. Six inches of snow. Highest snow depth was 2004 at nine inches. And the coldest we already mentioned at minus four is the only year that we had a uh, minus four or we were um, we were uh, had a uh, high temperature that stayed below uh, zero. And we mentioned 1983, also the coldest low at minus 15. Obviously, the average temperature that day was minus nine and a half. Most recent cold. Um, coldest uh, um, uh, Christmas was last year, um, 15 degrees. So that ranks, it looks like, eighth coldest on record. So there you go, a few of the... Um, few of the Christmas Day records for you since we were there on the timeline. Uh, Let's see. 2012, on the 26th, a winter storm brings blizzard conditions to much of central Indiana. Six inches to a foot of snow are common amounts and wind gusts around 40. I remember that one distinctly. I was not living in the state at that point. I was in Peoria. I actually had a week off. I believe it was our first Christmas. It was our first Christmas with... um, uh, our first child at home, so she was less than a year, and I decided to take that whole holiday week off between Christmas and New Year's, first time I'd ever done that, and basically what I did is I streamed a lot of the Indianapolis stations online. I think I watch Wish TV quite a bit, um, and just their coverage of all day, um, the snow um, that was just filling in. Now, luckily, there was a lot of people that were obviously off work that that uh, day after Christmas. Um, but I do remember that distinctly, that it was rough going. Pretty nasty snow there. We didn't get anything in Illinois. It was one of those kind of sidewinders that just missed us to the south, but just hit Indianapolis squarely. Uh, 1988, heavy snow accumulates to four to eight inches of snow on the 27th and the 28th. Uh, 1990, on the 28th to the 31st, heavy snow combined with snow melt produces significant flooding over much of the state. Uh, 1981, to the 29th, four to seven inches of snowfall across Howard and Carroll counties. On the 30th, in 1973, on the 30th to the 31st, seven to 12 inches of snow fell across central and northern Indiana. And finally, wrapping it up, on New Year's Eve, 1876 in Indianapolis, 1876 becomes the wettest year on record with a total of 57.65 inches of rain. That still holds as the record, by the way, average precipitation 43.63 inches of precipitation so that was 14 and some change inches higher than average so there you go those are some of the noteworthy events that have happened in the month of december we'll see if we add anything into the record books uh here for this upcoming month, December, always interesting. We'll see how it plays out. You get a little bit of everything. We'll talk about at least the first week of your December forecast. That's coming up next year on Weather Weekly. 
If you ever thought about starting a podcast of your own, All Indiana Podcast Network can help you get started. Here's your chance to talk about the things you love, history, hobbies, vacation and travel, investing, true crime, love and romance, furry friends, whatever you like. Share your stories and start a podcast today. All Indiana Podcast Network can help you create, produce, distribute, and promote your podcast. For more information, email contact at allindianapodcast.com. That's contact at allindianapodcast.com. All right, look at your forecast here for the first week of December. Not full week, but we start rolling in as we go through the second half of this work week and into the week. And I'll tell you what, pretty mild temperatures here uh, for the early portions of the month. As we expect numbers into the upper 50s and lower 60s by Thursday with dry conditions Friday into the mid 50s. And again, relatively quiet. Uh, The weekend, there's been some kind of... Yeah, back and forth with some of the models on what to expect. There's been some models that say there'll be a little bit of precipitation, maybe in the form of a wintry mix. Others are saying nothing doing. So uh, still some question marks on that. We'll keep an eye on that. But it does appear to get back to near normal in terms of temperatures for the weekend with highs in the mid 40s and early next week we will likely be looking at numbers into the lower 40s so kind of right around average maybe a little bit uh below 8 to 14 day outlook almost the entire united states or at least the continental united states uh with above average temperatures the exception may be up around the up of michigan and extreme northeastern minnesota and the extreme Uh, Pacific Northwest. Uh, Near normal precipitation for most of the state. It could be above for northeastern portions of Indiana. Below average precipitation for the southern plains. Again, that's the 8 to 14 day outlook that takes you through the middle of December. The December outlook, which was updated, we mentioned this last week, Equal chances for above or below average temperatures. Same thing with precipitation as well. We'll get another update coming our way here later on in this upcoming week. So that's a look at the forecast. Relatively quiet here, at least so far, to start off the month of December. Appreciate you tagging along for episode number 42 here of Weather Weekly. We'd love to hear your feedback, your comments, concerns. You can email me anytime at marcus.bailey at wishtv.com. You can also reach me on social media. On Facebook, it is Marcus. Bailey Weather and on Facebook or I'm sorry Twitter and Instagram it is at Marcus Bailey hope to have you along in next week for episode number 43 and while you're here make sure to check out all the other great podcasts all part of the All Indiana Podcast Network discover more discover more from Storm Track A Weather and Wish TV online at wishtv.com and when you follow Wish TV on Facebook plus be sure to check out more great podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.